Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Travis, you know it's bad when I'm too nervous to drink. Well, But we're about to interview Carol Burnett. It's early. We're taping early than we usually do. Okay, do you know what my motivation is? A, I get to meet my uh, lifetime idol. Number two, Cameron Hughes, lot 629. Pinot Noir is waiting for me upstairs. It'll be there. Yeah. Oh, a red to just, go with a redhead. Just say good job. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, under 200 cases available of this lush, high-end California Pinot Noir. Um, ask me how much. $18. I can never wait for you to... to I, I, I just can't wait. I can't wait. I can't. Like, I don't even want to say it anymore. I don't, I can, I don't want to give you the satisfaction of interrupting me. I'm tasting a 40 or $50 <laughs> bottle of wine. I know my Pinot Noirs. Uh, and you know, you know who else is going to be there for me? Who uh, else? Oh, well, Lot 627 from Oregon, 2016 Pinot Noir, gold medal, 2018 Denver International Wine Competition, um, $19. Um, these Pinot Noirs are... Uh, they are exquisite. I love Pinot Noir. Uh, you're a big, you're a big red guy. Yes, I love you guys. You and uh, you know Dylan, right? Yep. I knew his name. I know. Anyway, been enjoying some big reds, cabs, zins, yes. those kind of things. I, I'm telling you, ultra premium wine at half price, at least, at least. Some of them between forty and eighty percent off because he keeps his sources secret. He goes and tastes at the high-end uh, wineries all over the world. There's Petit no leak coming out of his investigation to find the best wines all over the world. Right. <laughs> There's no leaks, man. He's Robert Mueller of wine. <laughs> Cameron Hughes wine. Uh, he stands behind every hundred uh, percent of every bottle he sells. It's his name on the bottle, all at awesome prices. Ding dong, right to your door. Hello, free shipping. Why are you driving? Why are you why are you sullying the environment? You know what the difference between him and Robert Mueller is? What? When he knocks at your door, it's not to raid your house. It's to bring right. you wine. <laughs> no pre don't raid. It's just hi. Here's some high end wine at half price. Chwine.com/stephanie or text my name Stephanie to five eleven five eleven. You get fifteen percent off and free shipping with your minimum three bottle order. On top of the already amazing prices, 15% off and free shipping. Text Stephanie to 511-511 or go right to chwine.com slash Stephanie. Let's do this. <laughs> Don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. Oh, look, our good friend Jody Hamilton's here. Why, what have you brought us this morning? Oh, my God. <laughs> Carol Burnett is here. Oh, hi, Carol Burnett. I say as if you're in my house every day. Hi, Stephanie. I love being in your house every day. <laughs> okay. Did She's I tell you already starting to cry. What? Yes, I told you we should have taken the picture first. <laughs> I know you, you're used to this. You have this effect on people. You make a lot of people cry in a good way. Oh, well, thank you. I hope so. 
I hope I hope they laugh more than they cry. Carol Burnett sitting Thank in my you. house. Oh my God. You know what, Jody? You may because you're my guest host. You may need to do take over okay. and do this interview because sure. I will say what I normally say to your mom, which is. Hamna 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 hamna. Learn it, pardon. stop it. Sure. Use your words, Stephanie. Use your words. Just use your your outside side voice. Um, no, I got to. Jody was nice enough. She remember you took me backstage tonight show, right? So that I could meet you, and I believe that's what I said. I said, learn, learn. So that was the extent of that conversation, and uh, and then Jay came in and went. Eh, in here carol should i call security <laughs> and then that was uh and then, and then that you... started the other thing <laughs> what other thing i don't know let's not talk now <laughs> jody's like my smarter friend i'm just going to cheat off her carol burnett homework <laughs> um carol what um yes okay <laughs> it's okay stephanie that's i said this to you today i mm-hmm. was like how do you do an interview with your mom that everybody hasn't heard right the same stuff and you've answered the same things and um you have uh, quite a lengthy wikipedia page i do <laughs> somebody spent a lot of time on it <laughs> it was me um but we love and adore your daughter so let's start there terrific i love and adore her too right we'll see we have that in common uh-huh. that humanizes us of course so that i don't have a stroke no. <laughs> okay uh, um no, she, okay, Jamie, Jamie, you're ruining my interview that I've waited my entire life for. Okay, sorry. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so Jody yes. is smart and pretty and funny, and we like her a lot. But um, she's like, you know what I realized today? She's like my Vicki Lawrence. Oh, we're terrific. Well, thank you. She, yeah, she is like, a, everybody says she's our, yeah. our favorite because we're family. Family. Yeah, family. Yeah. Family. Yeah. family. Well, yeah. You, uh, you know, I was talking to somebody about... Uh, Back in the covered wagon days when yeah. we started our show. Yes. You know, and I hired Vicky right out of high school. Yeah. Today, you can never do that. I but, saw you said that. She no was 18. Net, 18 they no yeah. network would, would allow it. But, yeah. you know, back then, they left us alone. Yeah. They were like, who are you? This yeah. show will never work anyway. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carol, like I, I guess so many people, you also talked about that, that it's just such a different era. It was like three channels, like right. literally Everyone in the country watched you every Saturday night. It was well, such but a, especially that Saturday night lineup, yeah. you know, with, yeah. uh, uh, all in the family, MASH, Mary, Tyler Moore, yeah. Bob Newhart and us. And there were no VCRs then, so people stayed in. And right. I guess all of us, we got uh, MASH even more. I was on at 10, but 35, 30 million people, 35 million, you know, every night because it was right. only three channels. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't. That was the time my parents knew they couldn't talk to me. <laughs> I was like, don't. Carol's on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, it is, uh, it, it really is, when you talk about a seven-decade career, I mean, I joke, but you just literally, yeah. I don't know how you prepare for an interview with you. I know, first of all, we usually talk politics, and you famously don't talk politics, although I saw a brief clip, clip where Larry King asked you that. Carol, hello. <laughs> yeah, right. And then he said, you know, what if I say Donald Trump? And you made a sound that was kind of like Tarzan, but like falling into a, in a, into a, like a ravine and dying. I don't remember, but it might, could have been. <laughs> that was yeah, it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Because <laughs> I thought, I can't be the 75,000 person to ask her to do the Tarzan yell. <laughs> but I had an idea. Uh-huh. You've won the Presidential Medal of Freedom among, I, don't, yeah. I, I guess a few other awards of some sort. at some point. <laughs> I don't. Um, 
So what would you say it was president? Let's do a sketch. So President Trump is you had to he had you you had to get it from him. So you come to the White House and President Trump says, "Girl, it's so terrific. Here's the Presidential Medal of Honor. I loved you and I love Lucy. (laughs) Here's the medal." You, You would say what? Thank you. Well, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say anything because I wouldn't be there. Oh, oh! <laughs> See, I knew I would drag her into it. Zip it. <laughs> she wouldn't be there because she's already received it. That's right. Oh, right. That's what she meant. Exactly. See, Travis is br- he's smart. I'm trying to hook her into it. I'm on Team Carol. <laughs> Fresno, Fresno. Fresno. I was just saying Tarzan dying at the bottom of a ravine. How would that sound if you were had to? <laughs> Like Francis McDormand laughing. <laughs> Thank you. And scene. <laughs> the sound she makes. She's told Donald Trump wants her to come to the White House. Um, here's why I asked, though, too. It's uh, You know, you've talked about this as well, that you famously, but nobody at that time was political. Like, your your show wasn't political. Almost everybody today is, right? SNL, well, they the were late then, night shows. Well, they were then, think of Smothers Brothers. Oh, that's yeah, true, yeah. Sure. They, were, they were highly political. Yeah. Uh, my deal is that I, I'm a clown. I, 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 you know, and uh, what I was raised in is just belly laughs right. and stuff like that. So, in a way, I think that's why our show is still viable today. Right. You know, because uh, it wasn't timely. We were just doing sketches. Right. You right. know, some uh, got a little serious uh, later on in the seventh, eight years with the family. Right. But and that was an inter- interesting one because. I remember when I read it, I thought, this is amazing writing because there wasn't one joke in it. Yeah. It was all character driven. Yeah. And when I looked at it, I said, well, they've got to be Southern. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm from Texas and yeah. Arkansas and all, all those places. So I just started talking like this. And Vicki picked up on it and Harvey. And when we did the run through that Wednesday, we had it, we were, had rehearsed Monday, Tuesday. Then we do a run through for the crew and the writers and camera, everybody right. on Wednesday. And we did it, and the writers of this particular sketch were horrified. Yeah. What are you doing, you know, with, with these accents? And because uh, they were from Chicago, they hated their mothers. But <laughs> 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 and uh, that's not what, the way they wrote it. And they said, right. you're going to alienate the entire South. Yeah. Well, we didn't, you know, and we wound up doing over 35 of those. Yeah. And uh, at first, I was going to play Mama. But Eunice spoke to me. I liked that. Then right. we were going to hire right. an older actress to play Mama. And Bob Mackey, our brilliant costume designer, sure. said, no, just take the false eyelashes off of Vicky, put her in glasses, a fat suit, and a yeah. blue-gray wig, and let her be Mama. Because we only thought we were going to do it one time. Yeah. Well, look what happened. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, I, you, oh, by the way, you've written, um, I believe, let me just cheat off Jody's, um, you've written 75,000 books. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get that number wrong? Close. A little um, big. Yeah, four. <laughs> loving the new one in such good company. Um, yeah, but you, you have, you've written, uh, and, and they're all of the stories, you're right, because the comedy is so timeless, it so holds up. Would so if you did the show again today, which I know you've said you couldn't, I mean, it was no. like doing a Broadway musical yeah. every week, but right. would you think you would be political? Just because it's almost like everybody's, it's hard not to be political. I, and, I, it doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. It just doesn't appeal. I, I want to just reach out and touch people where, you know, at yeah. home, where they live and what their experiences are. And sometimes just silly pratfalls and things like that, you know, uh, 
uh, that's the kind of sketch I, I always love. When you look at Tim Conway and Harvey yeah. doing the dentist sketch, that's over 40 years old. Yeah. And I dare anybody. Not to laugh. Not to, to yeah. not really roll over, you know, laughing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hysterical. And it holds up. Yeah, the slow, the slow uh, tumble down the stairs. All that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and the time he got you, on, on the doorknob, you know, and he's, oh, God. He's, he was just brilliant. That's like, how am I going to get my doctor? I'll never be able to get him now. Ding dong. Hello. <laughs> yeah, my doctor. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, but it is interesting. I think that there, there's a, not to try to draw you into. I'm well, you not trying to stop it, Stephanie. I'm not you trying to draw you out into, of here. I'm not I'll trying to draw you into politics, here. Carol. Stop this <laughs> right now. <laughs> but no, it's just, I think that, um, you know, and the thing certainly everybody, you know, I think is so drawn to you. And I know Jim Carrey said it to you on the special that yeah. you are just a space where love, <laughs> people love you for a reason. But because I think you, you truly are such a nice person and that radiates and you're kind. And it seems like so the antithesis of, you know, I just have to say what's going on Trump's America right now yeah. and, and the, the way the dialogue has become it's and i think that's why people are even more like sort of nostalgic for that time yeah, yeah. when you weren't being mean you weren't well that's insulting uh, anybody know, when we did the 50th anniversary show it the ratings were really good yeah. and people i guess wanted to be taken back to that time yeah you know and uh you know i, I now i'm getting fan fan mail from 10 year olds <laughs> Well, and the Netflix teenagers, show too. yeah, right. Where you talk to kids, ten-year-old. Uh, I mean, I've been getting fan mail before the net, Netflix show from kids yeah. and little kids on their line three-hole, yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, notebook paper, yeah, you know, they, and pencil, and then they'll draw a picture. Of, uh, <laughs> this is you, Miss Carol, and <laughs> but sometimes, and it's only if they're really little and young. Right, I'll get a letter saying I am going to be uh, Miss Hannigan and Annie. Right. Will you give me some hints on how to perform, how to do this? Yeah. And if they leave their telephone number, I'll call them. Yeah. Well, see, that's why it's good that their hearts are 10 years old, because that, yeah. Yeah. They, they're, you know, not as prone to heart attack as the no, rest of us. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because when I do call, and if the mother answers, yeah. she goes, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> she gets all excited, which is very sweet. And the right. kid will come on the phone and say, yeah, hi, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't know. Well, but well, of course when you calling. when you yeah. cover seven decades, it de you know it depends. I was this is always my joke about, you know how I knew I was dating someone too young. Yeah. I was dating a woman seventeen yeah. years younger than me, and when I told her, you know, Carol Burnett's my idol, she's my lifetime, and, and she said, "Oh, she's so mean," and I was oh. like, and I was like, "Oh, you only know her from Annie." Okay, right, right. yeah. Well, she had a show. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're done here. <laughs> She was sweet, though. <laughs> it's, it's that old joke about, did you know that Paul McCartney had a band before Wings? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, before Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Oh, by the way, and thank you for, because it is kind of a creepy, like, museum to Carol Burnett, isn't it? And you 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 can tell you've, you're a really good actor because your, your poker face is pretty good. There's a giant picture of you and your daughters up there, and then there's that picture of you there, three giant ones. Yeah, right yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a yeah. This is like your Norma Desmond sketch. I, You're like in. <laughs> I just I've come from upstairs in the monkey funeral and hello, Carol. <laughs> Ignore all the giant pictures of you. Thank you for coming. Did you know she was on our show? Oh, was she Gloria really? Sanchez? Oh, yeah, wow. she was. Wow. Yeah, she she called us after the first when we did the first takeoff on oh, Sunset wow. Boulevard. You know, I I played Nora Desmond. She was Norma Desmond. She called. She said, Oh. 
I just love it. What you're doing? She, Can I come on your show? Oh my God! She came on the show. Wow. At the time, she was 76, I think. Beautiful skin. Of course, yeah. she never got out in the sun or anything like that. And yeah. she was the best guest. And she was up and down, wow. running around. We did a whole. Uh, she did a number with the boys. Yeah. Uh, with the boy dancers, and then we did a whole finale where she was Charlie Chaplin. Wow. And I was a charwoman, and the dancers were the Keystone Cops, and we did it in black and white. She was, I mean, so wow. active. She wow. was absolutely terrific. I'm not surprised she's pale, as we know she didn't spend much time by the pool. No, she didn't. It wasn't filled, <laughs> and then when it was, there was a dead screenwriter That's in it. That's right. Then you, can't, <laughs> then you can't lay out by the pool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was my ex. When, that was my 40th birthday present, and it says, uh, there's three pictures of you, and it says, you can do it, Steffi. And as it turns out, she was wrong. I could not be Carol Burnett, but that was, a, the, was the thought that counted. It was. It was very sweet. <laughs> That's the first thing I said to you. I said, I wanted to be you, but it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. um, you don't then, want to be the second Carol Burnett. You want to be the first Steffi Miller. Yeah. You said that when you had her call me on my birthday, and that was the second time you, she made me cry, because yeah. it was the second time I talked to her. And you put this woman on hold to listen to Wild Thing for like 20 minutes oh. or whatever. Well, I didn't know it was hour. her. It was my birthday surprise. <laughs> I screened that call for you, too. Yes, you did. I said, you need to answer this, Stephanie. I'd started. <laughs> Chris knew. Yeah. Oh, and then Lawrence O'Donnell said the thing that she said to me when he when he was tweeting about my book. He said, uh, Carol Burnett says she's the Carol Burnett of radio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, I have uh, already sweated off uh, most of my body weight uh, in nerves interviewing Carol Burnett. So I, I think in addition to the two Cameron Hughes Pinot Noirs I have waiting for me, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go to the Red Blend. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Lot 586, uh, 2015 Columbia Valley Red Blend. Uh, 90 points and a gold medal winner. 2018 Winemaker Challenge. Ask me how much. $14! Come on. I don't even have to say anything. Okay. I just can say you're I can't rehyd- wait. I can't wait. You know what? And I, I, they sell out so fast. You have to hurry. Yes. I, 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 you have, uh, they, he goes to high-end boutique wineries, uh, samples uh, the best wine, brings it direct to, uh, to you with no middleman. That's how you get uh, wait, so these you, amazing prices, these amazing wines. Do you order these like in bulk? Like if you find one you like, do you like be like, I want to buy all that I can get? I, I'm sorry, Travis. I was unaware there was another way to buy wine. Huh. Okay. Okay. Well, just it's like when sure. people say, what do you do with leftover wine? I'm like, and that is... Okay. You mean um, the empty bottle? Right. Cameron Hughes is the number one wine brand online because uh, there is nothing else like this. There just isn't. You can get all the name brands you know, but you're, you're not... At, you're going to pay retail prices. Yeah. Cameron Hughes, same wines. Often saving you 40 to 80%. That's what I said. That's what I said. Cameron Hughes wine, it just and the descriptions are so dead on because a lot of people you don't know what you're buying, yeah. but it, it, the descriptions are just so uh, I, I dead on in terms of what you're going to get, it, it, I, except that you're going to be blown away at the fantastic quality and the value of wines that uh, go into every single bottle they sell. Go to Ch Wine this Labor Day, chwine.com/stephanie, or text my name Stephanie to five eleven five eleven. You get fifteen percent off and free shipping with your minimum three bottle order. Say fifteen percent off and free shipping. Just text Stephanie to five eleven five eleven. chwine.com/stephanie. The first thing you see, luxury wines, half price. Sounds like a deal. Don't need to know nothing else. <laughs> chwine.com slash Stephanie. Do it now. No, but you, Jody tells me this great story about you met uh, Jennifer Aniston at the height of, you know, Friends 
Right. Fame, you yeah. know, fame, and she was like me, I don't know, crying, blubbering, whatever people do when they meet you, same. And uh, she walked away, and you said to Jody, oh, she knows who I am. Yeah. Well, you and know. And I was like, of course she does. You. <laughs> well, no, not everybody does. I mean, come on. You know, she's So very... you think there's a woman in comedy I, that wouldn't know? I, okay. Well, uh, well, maybe not. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's it's so interesting that it, generations that, it, you know, Lucy was your idol and then you, of course, became because, I mean, yeah, if you're yeah. a woman in comedy, yeah. it was Lucy, it was Carol, yeah. you know, and then like Vicki Lawrence felt that way about you and could barely speak when she met you. And, yeah. you know, then Lily Tomlin, of course, is my other hero. Like, oh, just, I love there are the one name yeah. comedy legends, right? Uh, that Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget. Oh, that was the other time. That was the first time I was supposed to meet your mom, remember? Yes, it's She Lily's and Lily thing. were supposed to host an event at the Gay and Lesbian That's Center. That's right. And, and, and my, my uh, sister's husband yeah. passed away. I day. know, yes. I know. So I had to go be with her. Yeah. But I just want you to know, yeah. thank you for, I lost uh, 20 pounds in a day because I was sweating <laughs> all day long because I was sitting at Lily and Jane's table and I was going to meet you for the first time in my life. Yeah. And then like right before they were like, oh, Carol had to cancel. Yeah. And then Lily went on <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, she did. No, that was hilarious. So Lily played your part and her part. Oh, that's funny. And it was hilarious. Oh, and she well, kept see? going, and this is what Carol was supposed to say. <laughs> and then she would like shake her fist at you like you were backstage. <laughs> and then she'd do a line and she'd be like, well, that'd be a lot funnier if Carol had said it. Oh. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. So it was good. I had a rehearsal. I had a run through for yeah, meeting you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, you know, we just and we wanted Jody to come not only because we love her so much, but because we are family. 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 Okay. family. Yeah. Yes, family. Okay. That's from another. I like Tarzan the way movie. you say that. Family. It's from the movie Tarzan the Ape Man. Remember with that Johnny Weissmiller? Yes. No, 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 no. The one with uh, Annie McDowell where they oh, oh that voice, one. They, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend of Greystone. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Naturally, I, I'm into the old one. Yeah. Right. You know, with, yeah. I thought anything Tarzan with Mia related. With Mia Farrow's you. mother. <gasps> yes. Yes. Right. She played Jane. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, where was I saying? I oh, no. But, well, she probably wouldn't let us hang around together when we were kids. If no. we were kids, she'd be like, not the Miller girl. No. Why? We'd be in trouble. What? We'd be. We'd be in trouble. You think um, that Sasha and I got into trouble? This one? <laughs> I'm immune. <laughs> but um, I have to say, you must be an amazing mommy because uh, this one is, is so, she, I think, is the kindest person I know. She's smart and kind, and Aww, I, we love her because like, she obviously grew up around comedy genius because you're so, she's so good at, she's so smart and funny herself, and she's so good at supporting I know, I other know, people, know, yeah. and that's got to be a, you know, a learned... I have to, uh, uh, my idol, you know, yeah. uh, growing up was Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. I was just, he was that. He, I remember I was in San Antonio with my grandmother who raised me. Yeah. And I remember we were in the movie theater and I had to have been like three, not much more because my feet didn't touch the floor. Right. And I see this tall drink of water get up. He was, it was in a scene in a nightclub with some pretty lady. And I looked at him and I said, Nanny? He's my friend. And Aww. she said, uh-huh. I said, I, I haven't met him yet, but he's my friend. And she said, that's nice, drink your Ovaltine. And, <laughs> you know, and uh, years later, it came true. Now, I have a shirt with a saying right. on it that was given to me by his twin daughters. He had twin oh, daughters, wow. Jimmy Stewart's uh-huh. daughter. And they said, Dad, we're going to go to college. This was right. many, many moons ago. Do you have any advice? Right. And the advice was, 
always remember, be nice to people. Yeah. And that's on the shirt that they gave me. Yeah. You know, and I wear that. There's and I know you've said that as one of abs- your tenets of your life well, as well. So let me ask you something, Carol. If Mr. Smith went to Washington today yeah. and we got to meet Donald <laughs> Stephanie Trump. Stephanie <laughs> Louise Miller. Miller. What? <laughs> Just hoping she's easy, easily tricked. No. She's very nice. She, she doesn't do the Catherine Keener thing either. Just stop <laughs> Listen, it. Listen, let's try this. When I just say the name Donald Trump, just give me some kind of sign. You know, not like, because, you know, the ear is for grandma. But just something, <laughs> like if you could pull your upper lip, like over your head, when I say the words, well, Donald Trump. That's kind of like having a baby. When you pull your, that's, I, I explained that once you stick your lower lip out as far as you can yes. and then pull it over your oh, head. Oh, is that what it's like? Uh-huh. What I having, hope you appreciate it, Missy. I do. <laughs> That's why I didn't have any. She told me that. I was like, ooh. You're like, ooh. Oh, I didn't mean to lay that on you. Oh, no, that's fine. That's good. Wow. <laughs> a guy friend of mine said it, he sound, it sounds like peeing out a kitten. Oh, God. So he never wanted it. Oh, my God. All right. Um, anyway, where were we? Um, <laughs> uh, Jody told me a great story that she wanted to be a stunt woman. Do you remember this? No. When she was growing at, up? At the Doheny house? Yeah. In the front... You know, at the front door. I remember that. I remember the map of the stars. I was stalking you when I was like, oh. And so I was, you were were at work and I was home from school and I was running from the front door to those two steps that went down the hallway. Yeah. And I was just falling down the two steps. And you came in from the kitchen. You were watching me and I kept going back and forth and falling down. And and you said, what are you doing? And I said, "Uh, I want to be a stunt woman. And you said, well, tuck and roll, dear. (laughs) Tuck and roll. And then walked into the office. I love that. I love. I was like, you right? put down a mattress. It's like, no daughter of Carol Burnett's not going to know how to do a stage fall. <laughs> well, I taught myself. Again, I, nobody ever taught me how to do stunts. So I got a few bruises, but I never did break anything. I love the question was not, do you need any first aid, dear? Should we maybe put down a mattress? No, it just was tuck just and roll. tuck and roll. It's good advice. It's the name of your autobiography. Exactly. <laughs> tuck and roll. Just tuck and roll, dear. <laughs> That's good advice for life. (laughs) When you said just tuck and roll, dear, that (laughs) reminds me of the story we were talking about with John Houston in Annie. Yes. You know, he he never would give a direction. Right. Uh, Bob Altman didn't either, which was, he he just said, we hire you to do what you do, so go do it. So I remember the first scene I was going to do in Annie uh, was with Anne Reinking when she's coming to the orphanage to to get Annie, right? Right. And it's a big scene, so I was a little nervous. It was my first one, so I went right. to him, and I said, uh, Mr. Houston, uh, and he said, call me John, dear. And I said, okay, John, uh, <laughs> how, how do you see me doing this? And he thought for a minute, and he said, just cavort, dear, just cavort. That's <laughs> 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 a great, great piece of direction. So yeah. I cavorted. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, when like, you I got, got your chin done. Oh, well, that's a long story. Wait. Oh, wait, where's my nostalgia mu- music? Speaking of which, wait a minute. Wait, what? All right, we've already brought up plastic surgery. But <laughs> So wait, you and Jody had dental surgery at the same time? Yes. Not Be- the same time. Well, I, I had my jaw done. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, it was broken in two places. Yeah. I still have wires back here. They took out part of my bone here and lifted it. Because wait, your mom had an overbite and you had an underbite? No, I had a basic, I- yeah, my teeth met. Yeah. And then oh. and mom had a slight... Weak, yeah. Weaker chin. Yeah, I had a weaker right. chin. And so Jody got that. And so I went to the oral surgeon and yeah. I asked him about it. I said, but I don't want to go through what Jody was. He said, don't have to. He just kind of cut in here and pulled it out. Three millimeters Wow, is all. You know, so it's. I just wanted to feel the rain, <laughs> you know, on my chin without having to look up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the awning. No awning. awning. Sure. So yeah. now 
we had done an, the easy street number yeah. uh, before, and we'd wrap Annie, and I got the operation, uh, the procedure done. And uh, now the easy street number when we first did it was overkill. It was 400 dancers in it yeah. and in the street with a monkey grinder, and, and it was just too much. And Bernadette Peters and Tim Curry and I said, this, is, this isn't very good, but, you know, it should be just the three villains in the orphanage right. doing the number. So now I had the procedure, and I get a call from the producer like a month later saying, we're going to reshoot the Easy Street number. And oh, wow. uh, so Bernadette's coming in from uh, New York and Tim from uh, England, and I was in Hawaii at the time. So we all flew in, and I said to uh, oh, I said to the producer over the phone, I said, Ray, um, I have a chin now. More of <laughs> <laughs> and he said, what? And I explained it to him. Yeah. And he said, oh, with all that Miss Hannigan drag, nobody's going to know. You know. Right. So I, okay, I just thought I'd tell you. So we, I flew in. Now we're in the Easy Street. Uh, we're in the office of Miss Hannigan. Right. John Houston says, oh, all right. And I, <clears throat> he said, I think what I'll do. Oh, because Ray Stark said, you know, it won't be picture to picture. It'll just be right. that scene. And nobody's going to notice with all that Miss Hannigan drag. So, yeah. Okay. So now we're in the uh her office, Bernadette, Tim, and I, and uh, Mr. Houston says, I think what I want to do is take it from when Carol went into the closet to find Annie's uh, locket. We'll pick it up from when she comes out of the closet. <laughs> Not picture to picture at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to, I said, Mr. Houston, call me John, dear. I said, uh, John, two months ago, when I ran into the closet, I didn't have a chin. <laughs> Now I'm coming out of the closet <laughs> right. with the chin. Right. Thought for a minute, and he said, well, dear, um, <clears throat> just come out looking determined. <laughs> <laughs> so between cavort and look determined. <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> it's like you're coming out of the, clo- or climbing out of the closet yeah. stories, but determined. with chins. Yeah, yeah. with chins, okay. exactly. Um, <laughs> I love that story. Um, yeah, I, I, that's the thing. I know. I know. I, I feel like I, I've been stalking her my whole life. I went to USC. You went to UCLA. Yeah. I thought it was all going to work for me, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> now you do a fart joke show. I started doing sketches in high school. Not right. Carol Burnett quality. Oh, I did a um, uh, Torn Between Two Lovers. Uh-huh. I had my mom uh, rip like 10 dresses up the front and down the back and sew them back together. And then the two guys came out during the chorus and ripped. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. not. Was that before Velcro? Yeah. I yeah, Velcro would have been easier. Right. See? But well, you weren't my mom. <laughs> okay. Tuck and roll, dear. <laughs> Your mom would have said that. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got another story about this. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. You were about five. Oh, that, I know that story. Yeah. And, I'm uh, and we were watching uh, the Ed Sullivan show, and Ray Charles came on. Okay. Jody got up, walked over to the television set, put her little hands on the screen, and kissed Ray Charles. She said, I love him, Mama. I, I, I said, well, everybody does, and you have good taste. Okay, now, lap dissolve. A little bit later, right, right. a few days later, whatever. <clears throat> I'm coming into the kitchen, and she's talking to the plumber. And she says, I'm married to Ray Charles, you know. He's blind. I have to lead him everywhere. <laughs> now, then, Ray Charles got on our show. And I told him this story, and he just loved it so you came to the dress rehearsal. I got dressed up even. Oh, yeah, I said, guess what, Jody? Your husband's going to be a guest this week. <laughs> so 
she got all dressed up I because they, the kids came to the dress rehearsal. Right. And he was in my dressing room after the show. Right. And Jody came in and he said, where's my little Jody? Right. She ran over to him. He picked her up and he hugged her. And I'm, you were crying. I still do. I, everybody was crying in the room. It was, ju- it was just the most beautiful thing. You right. Know, that he, yeah. He did that. Where's I mean, my little Jody? Yeah. Yeah, Lonnie's my second husband. <laughs> I was a little young for Ray Charles at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend that did the blind old. guy, and she's like, oh, honey, it's great. You don't have to do your hair and makeup. It's fantastic. <laughs> doesn't matter what you wear. I think I was a little old for Mr. Charles at the time. <laughs> I was been, six. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, what a, I mean, I, you know, every time we have a, have a story, Jody will be like, oh, here's me and Sonny and Cher when I was like, <laughs> well, what a, I mean, what a wonderful yeah. I mean, not just legacy you've left for the every the world, but I mean for your kids to have had that, and, you know, and to to be able to you know be such a good mom and and raise such a, a wonderful you. kid. And I know we're we're because I started crying, so I'm not going to get to Carrie yet because we're all going to start crying. But, <laughs> but I mean, just the the fact that you were able to have as huge a career as you did and still be able to be the mom that you were. Well, we put, we did it as a school schedule. Yeah, I didn't go to work uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday until uh, like. 10 o'clock in the yeah. morning. Yeah. So, you know, the kids, we'd have breakfast and everything. We'd be home every night for dinner. Right. At 6, except for Thursdays and Fridays, because Thursday night was orchestra and Friday was when we did the, yeah. the show. And then they would be uh, come to the dress rehearsal yeah. on Friday. Weekends off, of course. Uh, about a week every month, we would take off. Yeah. Easter, a week, of course, all summer, and two weeks at Christmas. So yeah. it was a <clears throat> many times... I would be home before if yeah. the kids even got out of school. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, you got to have Jim Neighbors as your He's my godfather. godfather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but what a, uh, I just you know it's such a, it's such a rich sort of uh, um, you know just a history that you all have. You know, we my dad you know as you know ran for vice president, and so we always talk about what a wonderful sort of legacy yeah. he left for us. And yeah. so you know I sort of relate to the having of. I mean, my dad wasn't famous like you, but it's. It's so sort of heartbreaking and touching to me the few times that we've talked, Jody, and you've said, you know, because of course I've like everyone wants to know, like, what is that like? What was that like to grow up, you know, the daughter yeah. of Carol Burnett? And you were saying that early on you were very sensitive to like other kids. Sometimes you'd invite them over to play, and they'd be like, "Is your mom going to be home?" And if if you said, I would no, say no, just <laughs> yeah. to test. Good. I did when yeah. I was like five, six years old. Is your mom going to be there? No, she's not going to be there, knowing full well you would be. And if they said, well, I'm going to check with my mom or my dad, yeah. and if they didn't want to come over, then I was Good not friends you. with them anymore. Yeah. Good for you. I mean, I'm playing the long game, Carol. I've been yeah, uh, using is. her for 20 years now to get to this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to throw her out like a yeah, bad shot. No, you're still in your fill-in next week for you. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, i got to finish that. using her for that. And <laughs> I then, mean, she has to take yeah. vacation at some point. Right. Yeah, she didn't see me coming. It's uh, playing the long game. Don't worry, Jody. I'll, I'll still book you. <laughs> We have a stare off every week that she always loses. Well, and then you okay. walk down the stairs and it's my big girl day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Jody's big girl day when she goes for a big girl job. Okay. <laughs> um, no, you know, and I will say that, that, you know, people can be mean online these days. Like you didn't have that when back in the day, no. right? And I don't, uh, have, I don't have it now. Yeah. You're not online because yeah. you're smart. Yeah. Who needs it? But, yeah. you know, Jody, you probably, you know, you're used to this because you're... <clears throat> obviously same generation in terms of seeing mean stuff online i mean i always say i get called the c word more before 6 a.m than most people do all day but <laughs> i wanted to be you carol and then donald trump became president and i'm old and mean and i work in my basement he's made me mean 
but you still get to do I want to be Carol though. Burnett. Now I'm Mrs. Hannigan because of you. <laughs> it's my fault. I yeah, said the words Donald Why are you Trump. Travis? Is there any sort of signal you'd like to give us, Carol? Stop it, Stephanie. All right, fine, fine, fine. Stephania. <laughs> Keep her on track. No, but I was going to say, and I, hopefully this won't hurt your feelings, but it, because it's a happy ending story. But I remember when you first started coming on, I, I'd be sensitive on your behalf. I'd see little like, oh, she's there because she's Carol Burnett's daughter or whatever. Some mean stuff. And I'm like, oh, I hope Jody didn't see that. But well, you can uh, confirm this. We all the time now, not just online, but emails and whatever. Everybody says Jody is our favorite. Yeah. Jody, it's oh, the best what? show of the week when Jody's there. Oh, oh. Their, their checks are in the mail. <laughs> uh, I don't even need to book extra callers when you're here because it's you're yeah. so sweet. You're yeah. that good. Ah, uh, no. you guys are so sweet. Yeah, but anyway, she's the, she's smart and pretty, and we like her. Okay, let's. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I felt like I. It is interesting though. I just because people do, you know, that so many. Of course, every woman in comedy sort of emulates. But you know, I did. I started doing sketch in high school. I went to USC. I'm like close enough. UCLA, USC, and then. <laughs> You know, Once Upon a Mattress, of course, I always yeah. loved um, when you, your first Broadway thing. Gary Moore, I mean, everybody knows this story. And you were born in Texas, but your parents were both alcoholics. Mm-hmm. And so you, your grandma raised you. And that's where you went to the movies, all that stuff. But I just, I thought it's interesting how it all, like, Jody, you've mentioned the National Enquirer lawsuit, which has become famous now. For, you have to study as, it in law school. Yes, as a libel lawsuit. Yeah. Um, but you uh, obviously they they allege uh, public drunkenness during a fight with Henry Kissinger. I so hoped the story was true because I have some <laughs> things to say about Henry Kissinger. I'm like, go, Carol. Oh, it's not true. All right, well. <laughs> but you said this really hurt because it was completely untrue. Totally. And you're like, we were, they can't. We happened to be in the same restaurant. Yeah. And, but and uh, I didn't meet him until he was with uh, Lou Wasserman and his wife having dinner. Lou right. was a big uh, right. agent, right? You know, at the time. And I was in Washington to do a show at the White House, right. or uh, as you do, Ford, for right. Betty Ford, Betty especially, right? And uh, so we were there, and um, so as we were leaving to get a cab on the street, there yeah. they came out and they introduced me to Kissinger. He said, "Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing you." Tomorrow night at the White House, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. I'm that is the worst it. Kissinger impression I, I've I ever heard. You should do your Fred Sanford. It, it's actually more Elmer Fudd. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so that was the extent of it, and you know, and they yeah. said I was traipsing around and pouring wine down his throat. Wow! I mean, my God, that would have been so cool. Uh, well, it would. <laughs> okay, but I, I, I stayed put, and uh, so I sued, and we took five years. Yeah. Wow. And. After the fact, uh, there was a couple sitting next to us in the restaurant who had just gotten engaged. Yeah. And we gave them some of our dessert. And then there was a family sitting behind us, you know, and hello, and we were talking to them. So in the article, it was saying I was making, forcing people dessert and all of this. Five years later, when we're in court, this couple shows up. Aw. And they're married, and they have a little kid and everything. They said, she never left the booth. Right. You know, and all of this stuff. So we couldn't prove malice of forethought, but we proved reckless disregard for the truth. Yeah. And so that's that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, and also they ruled it a magazine. Right. Yeah. As opposed to a newspaper, which means that they're not uh, covered by the magazine uh, libel law. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a different because they can check their sources because they, they have more time. They have more time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh, oh. Okay. Do you know who Barbara Stanwyck was? Yes, of okay. course. Beautiful. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful actress she still thinks i'm 35 she does. <laughs> so uh 
I, I'm in the middle of the trial, and I went to my doctor's office uh, one an hour before I was due downtown at uh, mm-hmm. you know, at the courthouse, and I'm waiting because I wanted to get a vitamin shot. So I'm waiting, and I walk in, and there's Barbara Stanwyck. Wow, sitting in the waiting room. He he never told me who his patients were, which was right, right, you know. But oh my God, and she kind of smiled, and I smiled, you know, and. And she looked at me, she said, you're going to whip the inquirer's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, thank you. Yeah. That's thank cool. you, Miss Stanway, from your lips to God's ears. She says, no, no. Wow. I know it. Wow. I said, yeah, thank you. She said, you know, you want to know how I know it? Okay. She said, my leprechaun told me. Oh. Huh? That's interesting. Wow. And I looked, I said, oh, oh, oh. She, <laughs> oh, 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 pretty lady. Yeah. She said, no, they exist. They exist. She says, I have a leprechaun, and he talks to me all the time, and he tells me things, and he says, you're going to whip their ass. Wow. <laughs> so she wow. really believed it. Wow. Well, maybe they do exist. I, uh, who knows? Yeah. But it was she, Barbara Stanwyck. You wow. have to take I, that for real. Oh, yeah, your mom's like, wow, it's yeah. getting real up in here. I know. <laughs> Whoa! See, is, I even believe when your you mom's did. here. You did. You totally did. I'm too nervous to drink. I'm drinking water. I don't want to screw this. Up. <laughs> so wait, you know, so you've never drank? Do you drink at all? Or oh, sure. Oh, you do. Just yeah, you yeah. just yeah. Ooh, I cocktail and wine. Yeah. Okay. For dinner. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. A little early. Yes, yeah, it's early even for me. I. I've said I'm not sure if my liver can withstand much longer of Trump's presidency. <laughs> Carol, I said, Trump, do you want to... <laughs> Listen, by the time this drops, he's not even going to be president anymore. Hopefully. So it's not like... You're melting God's ears. We're just talking uh-huh. about past presidents, Carol. <laughs> this is, we're dropping this next week. Right. We're done. Um, was, let me but... just say this. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I dragged her in. Wait, you um, gotta do your Catherine oh, Hepburn for my mom because you did it for Jane Fonda. Oh, yeah. yeah, but okay. Yep, you have to do it. Okay, her. okay. Yeah. You right. have to hear it. Come this on. Is, do this it. Is, oh, now, she, now she's got now pressure she on her <laughs> performance anxiety. You're my name, shining. I'm out. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get back up on that horse and ride and ride and ride. Thank you very much. Thank you. I tried a different line because she didn't play Chelsea. Right, she didn't. So Chelsea, you got a great big chip on your shoulder. Very unattractive. Oh my God, you and Marty Short. <laughs> I will challenge him. Let's get him I in here. We'll should, work on that. You should do a whole interview as Catherine. <laughs> Back like and Catherine. forth. Like you do oh, with I Mo do. and Mary Tyler Moore. I do every movie. The Catherine are in bloom again. I must have the Aquitaine. It's All right. brilliant. Thank you. It's absolutely brilliant. I can't believe you made me do that. Of course. If I'm going to be embarrassed, you have to be. You got a huge laugh out of Carol Burnett. That that should be like what when you wake up and have insomnia at night, that's what you remember. I hope I get hit with a giant anvil now and die. (laughs) (laughs) And the last thing she heard was Carol Burnett's laugh. Now wait. To, you want me to record it for you so you can play it whenever you want. Oh, we've got it on tape. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we got it. Now we got it. 
What have you? So you've met like how many presidents? I mean, everyone since uh, Kennedy except Carter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I adore. Uh, Yeah, and I met Mrs. Carter, but I did not meet him. I met Obama recently. He does smell like cookies and freedom, doesn't he? Oh, oh. We went. Yeah. we, Jody told yes, me. Yes, into the Oval Office. You know, yeah. we were he doing the, like fifteen minutes with us. Oh, more than nice. that. Yeah, it he was, was very yeah, nice. I, and he, I loved it because uh, we were there for the Mark Twain thing. Mm-hmm. And yes. so we. Uh, and Ladies that, and gentlemen, Carol Burnett has also won the Mark Twain oh. in addition to seventeen hundred and fifty <laughs> Emmys. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, we were told that we could meet him. Yeah. So we all gathered there. You know, Jody and Aaron and yeah. all of us, my husband and so on. And we were in the um, in the Roosevelt room. Roosevelt first. room, yeah. And there's a little hallway, and then there's a private door into the Oval Office. Right. So we said, "Okay, line up. It, it will happen soon." He opens the door. Yeah. Who? Oh, Obama does. Yeah. Oh, Come on wow. in. Yeah. Wow. Come on in. You know. And oh, he took pictures and Aww. everything, and then we sat and talked, and uh, he even sat on the Oval Office desk. Yes, and it was the official photograph of the day. Yes, from it was. the White House. I was so thrilled. Oh. He. he what a guy. Yeah. I was really taken with Ladies him. Ladies and gentlemen, Carol Burnett sounded very, very happy to meet Barack Obama. She made a different sound when mentioning Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it Stephanie? sounded like Tarzan Stephanie? falling into a ravine and dying. Miller. What? What? Her middle name is not who? Louise. Now, who gave you the presidential medal? Bush. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Carol Burnett <laughs> made a funny face when she said He also Bush. gave you the Kennedy sign. Junior. He, nobody gives. No, that. but I mean, he was. He, he was the president. Yeah, he was the president at oh, the time. Medal of Freedom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but he yeah, gave yeah. you that. But yeah, yeah he but was. There I was that, actually. Yeah. Right, let's uh, just review and please. That was the are, same people, year uh, Aretha Franklin. We were all together. Oh wow, Aretha. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, okay, let's just review for those who just did. Carol Burnett has won the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the Mark Twain Award, <laughs> Kennedy Center Awards, sixteen hundred five thousand Emmys, People's <laughs> Choice, People's Choice Tony, Award, an Olympic gold medal, Peabody. An Pur- Olympic gold medal heart. for swimming. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days she'll live up to her potential. Yeah. Um, yeah, what a loss, Aretha Franklin, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's, she was just... What a, what a lovely woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she was so thrilled. and We were all kind of gathered together, you yeah. know, before we went on stage and everything. She was a doll. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, I... Like Jody, help mommy. What do you need, dear? What help mommy? I'm. What do you need, Miss Miller, my lady? <laughs> well, I okay. I don't. It, there's. I feel like you've been asked everything in the world. Uh, I, just the story. How do you remember all these stories? Because the the stories, just even the latest book, are so funny and they're so sort of detailed about you know. I have a good memory. I'm blessed with that. What's yeah. your name again? <laughs> Travis and Sean. <laughs> um. Oh, Hello. Right. Who I'm, are wait, you? I'm, I can, I'm, I'm, How did you hear? Whose house is this? I was just reading the chapter on the question and answer thing that you were like, "Oh, well, that's a dumb idea. That's never." Gonna... <laughs> you were nervous, and yeah, and then that became yeah. just such a huge thing. I know. Right? I I think you know uh, the executive producer at the time that was Bob Banner. Mm-hmm. He suggested it, you know, and I said right. he said you should do the warm up because you're going to be getting into all those outfits and right. blackout teeth and bat suits and everything. You should. The audience should get to know you first. Right. And uh, also, Gary did that. Gary Moore did that. Yeah. But they never taped it. Yeah. He said, I want to do the warm-up. I don't want some uh, stand-up comedian to come out yeah. and do it. He said, I'm going to do it. And he did Q&A. Yeah. And I used to listen to him just 
marvel at that. Yeah. that. So that's what uh, Bob Banner suggested. He said, because, and, and we'll tape it. And I went, oh, my God. Oh, no. Well, and they always say, like, you know, people like you are like, oh, I, yeah, I want to be a character. I'm not used to being myself. I'm not a stand-up. That's and right. yet I, I feel like it was so popular because I think your kindness and, and just sort of, uh, it just kind of shines out. And I think that you're just so genuinely lovable well, I wasn't and doing quick and funny. You weren't like the, the kind of mean, quick and funny. You know, you, you were. I wasn't doing stand-up. Yeah. I was do it was a conversation with the audience. Yeah. I couldn't go out and tell a joke, save my soul. Yeah. So it was just a matter and then he said, Well maybe we could put some plants in the audience, you know, and right. I said, you know, you know what? If I'm gonna have egg on my face, at least they'll know it's honest. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so I said, I'll do it like three shows, four shows, and if it doesn't if I don't like it or don't feel good about it, we'll just eighty six that idea. Well, after about a couple of weeks when it was on the air, people were coming to the yeah. audience and they were ready to yeah. ask questions and do stuff and some, it was sometimes uh, better than <laughs> yeah. because <clears throat> like if they wanted to come up and sing I said come on up yeah. if they wanted to do whatever yeah, come on yeah. Come on. you know and so remember the lady Terry McCann <clears throat> yeah there was this one oh I loved her she I'd never seen her before in my life and she stood up raised her hand in the audience she looked like B. Arthur when uh, B did Maud dressed just like that <clears throat> right 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 and she said i'd like to come up and sing i said okay well she shot up like roadrunner <laughs> i mean she, she i mean fearless and i said what's your name she said terry mccann and i said okay I, what do you want to sing and without missing a beat she turns to the band the orchestra and the band shell and she said you made me love you in the key of g <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. oh my god and i started like the audience way so she started. She was pretty good. She's wow. Great. She goes, you made me love you. Oh, I didn't <laughs> want to do it. And so then I joined in. And uh, so, and I know the song. So we yeah. were wailing away together. The audience was loving it. It was all yeah. just terrific. Then we get to the very tag end of yeah. the song. I had a way that I usually would end that song, but it wasn't the same way she would right. usually end that song. Right. So it kind of. After all this wailing away, it kind of started to fizzle out, <laughs> and we got it got a little quiet. And she looked at me and she said, "Well, you screwed it up." <laughs> <laughs> but see, this is what Jody inherited from you. That, that, you know, you know, how to, you know, how to let other people shine, and that's why you know, obviously, Harvey Corman, Tim Conway. It, Vicky Lawrence, so funny. Well, it was, and a you, but company. you weren't you weren't insecure. Like you you were you know happy to have these uh, equally hilarious people shine. That was Gary Moore. Yeah, but, you know that that's the way he was. Uh, Derward Kirby was the other sidekick when right. I was on Gary's show, and lots of times at a table read, he would say he'd have a joke or something. He said, "You know, give this to Derward, give it to Carol. They can say it funnier than I can." Yeah, and even though it was his name, everybody got a chance. Yeah, shine and that you know that's you know it's interesting. I I, I was thinking that uh, that's what I don't. We've talked about this. I don't get some you know even today some female comics can be very competitive and not supportive of each other. And you know Jane Fonda was just in here and she was talking about her friendship with Lily Tomlin, but then sort of more largely female friendship. Uh huh. And I thought you know that's like what Jody and I have, but I think it, it's and I'm sure certainly what you and Vicky have yeah, had for yeah. so long. And I, I've sort of never understood that that you you you've sort of just had this generosity of spirit that that uh, I I think is what you know why you're so beloved. Oh, thank you. Because it's it, but it, what was I, I was I, I did have another point there. Help me. I don't know, dear, the lady. I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, 
No, I just, but I, I think it's, it, because you, I was going to say, especially for you back in that day, speaking of the sisterhood, you were the only woman when, when your career had, let's just say, cooled, Carol. Yeah. And you called CBS to pull the trigger. They were like, mm, huh, yeah. what? Yeah, <laughs> I had this. And they're like, no, 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 yeah. that's for, that's for men, dear. Yeah. For comedy variety is a man's game. Yeah. But I had this unusual contract that uh, said that if I wanted to push the button and do a yeah. one-hour comedy variety musical show, they would have to put it on for 30 shows. Yep. Yeah. 30 one-hour shows. Right. Well, you know, so that's a whole season. Yeah. And I thought, well, okay, let's do it. So, and they had no faith right. in us. And I didn't know, you know, right. were, were you ever going to be picked up or run as long as we did. But, right. Yeah. There was somebody in Q&A one time who said, are you going to be on next year? And you were like, uh, I think, uh, do you know something I don't know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that was, I mean, that, it is interesting. I mean, and, well, we got pretty close to uh, having a, our first female president. But, I mean, it is interesting, isn't it? The whole Me Too, Time's Up. Yeah, yeah. Carol Burnett, everybody just made a face when I said that. Which it <laughs> makes it feel like she was not pleased with the outcome of the 2016. <laughs> Carol. <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> Louise. Miller, I will pull the plug on this thing. That's our tribute to Lucy. I love it. <laughs> um, but, you know, the whole Me Too, Time's Up movement, how, you know, female, this blue wave is looking. Yeah. I mean, isn't that interesting that you were just such a pioneer that just women, they just said women don't do this. Here's this yeah. sitcom you can't do. Right. And it, yeah. it just, that's why, I mean, you're, you're just such a, I don't think it occurred to you that you couldn't, right? Well, no, because that's what, that was my training. Right. With Gary, you know, I, then what was great too? We never had any labor pains uh, with our, my show right. because we got the same head writer, right. we got a director, right. we got the choreographer, even the lead dancer Don Crichton came out. You know, right. and right. they had the faith, and uh, it was terrific. So, so we just went right into that whole school schedule, which was the way we 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 did Gary's show. Um, by the way, uh, I thank you for not caring that my dogs have been molesting you. My dogs have almost broken an American legend. No. <laughs> but you, she I, almost tripped coming over the step down into your basement. I, I did almost yeah, kill I'm her. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Lily Tomlin did a pratfall on the happy hour, and we, uh, so we, we've already almost oh, broken one that. American icon. you need to play that? you have that? The Lily Tomlin message. You got to play that. Oh for yeah, mom. it's All right. hilarious. Um, but I was just seeing here. You are an, uh, an avid animal lover. Do you do you have dogs now? I have a kitty cat. Oh, you have a kitty yes. cat. Yes. She's adorable. Uh -huh. Yeah, we had. Uh, she's a Bengal cat. And I'm sorry. What? Oh, Bengal. And oh. they're kind of like dogs. Oh wow. Because I, the first one I had, Mabel. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, she uh, she would take the phone off the hook when she's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and I would see the phone light up. And then I'd go, and she'd be sitting by her bowl. It was like room service. <laughs> You're not talking to anyone until I get fed. Um, yeah? Yeah, this is oh, very funny. See, I don't, well, I don't think I've embarrassed her yet. Yeah, no, this is funny. Well, she's oh. not drinking like Lily did. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, Stephanie, it's Lily. Um, I, want, uh, I want that damned uh, podcast. I want to eradicate it from the face of the earth. No, the earth of the face. Listen. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna call me back. No, I'm not gonna do that. I don't have that to say at all. I just want to call you and see how badly I humiliated myself yesterday, being totally drunk. But um, anyway, call me back when you can. Um, love you a lot. Love your show. Love you. Everything's going good. Bye. I oh, love that message. What was she drinking? 
Probably one. Champagne. I may have. I think it's champagne. I may have overserved her. Oh my god. <laughs> she had a driver. Uh-huh. Yeah, she didn't. She did. didn't driving. Exactly. So she was safe. Exactly. <laughs> I love that message. That is hysterical. I want it eradicated. <laughs> the face of the earth. Of the, the earth. Out of face. Of the face. <laughs> Oh, um, next time I, mean, I see her, I'm gonna. Oh, you have. Oh, to. Yeah. oh yeah, you have. To. Just, just reminded that you did not do that on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is called Fiji water. <laughs> but you famously, I mean, you've worked with every other comedy legend. I mean, and just showbiz legend Julie Andrews. I yeah. mean, Cher. I mean, all of those sketches. I mean, I, I was reading again. I forgot about it's twenty-eight piece orchestra, twelve dancers, two guest stars a week, sixty-five costumes a week. Yeah. I mean, so when people. T- Say, I mean, you couldn't even vaguely do this today. No way. No way. Because the cost would be too, too prohibitive. Right. You know? well, and, no, and no network would have faith in it. Right. Right. But I mean, I, the other thing was, where was the, you were talking about the project you did with uh, uh, Amy Poehler and produced it. And I just thought it was so sort oh, of household hilar- name. What's that? Household, household name. name. I yeah. read the script for that. It was amazing. It was yeah. so wonderful. good. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. Where is that? I don't, I, Where's your... I don't know. Listen, you I have a lot of Cobra prep. Okay. Um, but anyway, you basically were just talking about how TV is done today. Yeah. And you were like, forget it. This is... This, you were like talking about how many network notes that kind of tell you and Amy Poehler how to do comedy. Yeah. And you're just like, you know what? This is just not... This no, ruins the comedy. The, right. the actual taping of the pilot went well. It, it did. was really right. funny. The audience right. loved it. And, you know, and... Uh, we thought, okay, this is great. Then the network uh, came in and said they wanted to replace two of the actors who were really good. Really good. Right. They just wanted a, a more diversity and right. so, so forth. And then talking about uh, how the writer, Michael Saltzman, who is a very talented writer, uh, should uh, change some of the script and do it. This, and they don't know how to write. Right. I mean, or any, and so then Michael did, and I read it, and I said, this isn't as funny as what, right. we, what we did. Right. They're like, and, what do you know? And he and he said, I I know I I understand. And I said, you know what? He said, well, do you want to pitch it again? I said, you know what? I I'm too old for this. Yeah. I I never had to go through this in my show, and I just don't want some yeah network suit yeah or skirt coming in to yeah. say, oh well, this is how you should do this, or this is how you should do that. Mr. Paley, who yeah. ran CBS sure. when I uh, started. He just said, here's your show. Go do it. You're the artist. I'm the businessman. Yeah. And if I were you, I would have just slowly taken my Mark Twain award out and used it as a paperweight. (laughs) Like Shelley Winters. (laughs) Yeah, right. With her Oscar. Yeah, somebody said, what's your experience? What's your experience? And she pulled out her Oscar and said, this is my experience. (laughs) And 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 then she said, you first. Did she have two Oscars? She said, this is one and this is the other. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember which ridiculous show I was doing, but it was my favorite network note as they uh, came to my head writer and me and they said, um, do you have to uh, make fun of things? <laughs> <laughs> do you have to work so blue, Stephanie? Oh. <laughs> my, writer, my head writer's like, well, That's yeah, I mean, it, it's comedy. We yeah. have to have targets. <laughs> I did have, oh, there was one time, but it wasn't with my show. It was when I was doing a special and the special was with Lucy and Zero Mustel. It was called Carol yeah. Plus Two. Right. And I was doing a sketch with Zero Mustel, which it was a 10th Avenue couple that just detested each other. I mean, we, made, oh, we, we made Jackie Gleason and the Honeymooners look like the Kennedys. I mean, we were just so ugly and uh, terrible and yelling at each other. And it's their 10th yeah. anniversary. So then a phone call comes and they find out that they weren't legally married for 10 years. And now all of a sudden they're turned on by each other. <laughs> You know, and my yeah. name in it was Florence. 
And Zero did a number with my, he would go, Laura. Coming after me, and I go, oh, I was giggly and yeah. everything. Lawrence. He would do. Now, that's dress rehearsal. One of the minions. Oh, I think I scared oh, the dog. Oh, oh. Yeah, I was going to say, that was a scary <laughs> voice, Carol. I know. Well, that was zero. I was doing zero myself. Uh, I can't do oh. Catherine Hepburn or, or uh, yes, you can. Henry Kissinger, but I can do zero myself. I can do Linda, saying Linda Blair. Saying Lawrence. <laughs> Your mother. That's it. Your mother's a delight. No. All right. That's something different because I couldn't say she sucks. So no. this uh, oh, yeah. minion from ABC, because it was a, a oh, no, I, I don't right. remember. Anyway, knocked right. on the door and he came in. He said, I'm so-and-so. Uh, I represent uh, uh, American Motors, which was going to be our sponsor. Right. And uh, the, he works for the head of American Motors. And he said, uh, you, you have to change the name Florence to something else. I said, excuse me? And we're going to do an air show in right, about right. two hours. Right. And he said, that's the uh, president of American Motors' wife's name. Are oh. you kidding me? Uh-uh. Didn't I ever tell you that? No. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. And, and so, you know, and they're coming to the show, and uh, that's really not. I said, I can't ask Zero Musto. We've been rehearsing this for two weeks to so all of a sudden call me Gloria <laughs> or Linda. or He's making a three-act play out of Florence, you know, yeah, that yeah, name. Yeah. And everything. He said, well, I'm sorry, but you... Uh, that, he left, and I, Bob Wright was the associate producer, and I said to Bob, get me the president of American Motors on the phone. <laughs> what? I said, just, just find out where, how I can talk to him now before they come to the show. Yeah. He gets on the phone. I don't remember his name, and I said, Mr. So-and-so. I said, you're coming to the show tonight? Oh, he said, yes, my wife and I are really looking forward to it. I said, well, I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> I said, smart. Guess what? We're going to use your wife's name in a sketch don't tell her it's a surprise he said oh mike oh how wonderful <laughs> so smart now, man so now <laughs> we do the show and they come to the dressing room after she's all over me saying, yeah. oh thank you so yeah. much i was just absolutely and there's idiot comes in that you know right. who, who told us that and he's just standing there with egg on his face all over right. all just right and i just winked at him you yeah. know and everything yeah so, it worked, of course. Yeah. You know, like they don't give Emmys out like Skittles, Mister. <laughs> I'll be in my dressing room. Um, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I, I, I the other story I had when um, I did my late night show in '95. I, it was the Halloween show, and everybody was dressed like you know, up in the audience, and there were people dressed like Amish people in the front. And I made some just quick joke about your buggies over parked, double parked, or yeah, something. Yeah. And they literally stopped taping. You know, they never stop. Oh you know, it's live right. to tape. They don't stop. They're like, stop, Stephanie. We have a technical difficulty. All these Disney executives run back and they go, uh, we have to redo that. We're afraid we're going to offend the Amish. What? My. How? And I was like, they don't have televisions or electricity. <laughs> How are you going <laughs> to? No. No. How will they ever find no. out? And the, the first guest was Kinky Friedman. And I said, how'd you get that name? And he goes, what originally was Kinky Big Dick Friedman. <laughs> they don't stop the show. <laughs> we go to commercial break and one of like my camera guys on the headset goes, well, I guess Big Dick doesn't offend the Amish. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I've ended up in my basement, Carol. Well, there's no network executives at all. <laughs> you actually i was i was thinking of myself because you talked about uh, you're of the era where you love the whole mickey rooney you, yeah right judy this is what this is i've yeah. got a basement let's put on the yeah, show, put on show. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um jody has we went to what bill maher together yes and we that was the first time i realized that i was on your mom's tin i was like oh, oh 
Is it because they have right the things up? And I was like, yeah. oh, this is. <laughs> that was the best stage in town. That it's still is. Stage, it's a great yeah. stage because it's not like those tears, you know, that you go right. go to when you see a taping where you know the bleachers. Right. I call it the lions versus the Christians. Yeah. Because you know, they're looking down at you and right. the cameras are in the way. But not at that stage. Right. Yes, right. right. Like a little um, theater. Speaking of network notes, <laughs> Robbie, today they go like, you can't break up during this sketch. That's very unprofessional. We'll need to start over, right? And this is like the thing that was everybody's favorite. And yet you've made the point that it didn't happen as much as people think. It just stands out. Yeah. You know, people yeah. think we did it all the time. But it was mainly uh, Conway right. that would do it because yeah. he, he would uh, do the first show to the ink in front of the audience, you know, yeah. the way we re- rehearsed it. And then he'd go to the director and say, you should get all the shots because we would tape right. that one. Yep, okay. Then, he, then he'd go wild on the right. second show. Right. He tried to kill Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> it was his what? goal in life to this destroy is, Harvey. Well, this is probably, a, I mean, a tough question given all the shows and all the years, but do you remember a time like that you would feel like you laughed the hardest? Like, there's got to be more than one, but I mean. I think it was when Vicky came up with the the it's a famous blooper. Tim was, uh, we were doing a family sketch. Right. And we were playing Password. Right. Eunice and uh, Tim was playing Mickey Hart. Uh, and uh, he was my partner. And then Vicky and Dick Van Dyke were on the other team. Right. Vicky as mama. Yeah. So Tim went on this rant about, I gave him a password and he said elephant. And it was completely wrong. I said, how'd you get elephant out of that? And he said, well, oh, I think it was humorous. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get right, yeah. to say you know, humor. He said, well, I saw these humors, these funny elephants, uh, you know, and they was joined at the trunk. They were Siamese elephants. And he's making all this up, right? Yeah, and yeah. he said, and there was a little monkey that uh, danced on, on the, you know, the merengue and everything. And then, uh, uh, anyway, he kept going. And you right. know, I, I'm like, right. trying not to laugh. The right. audience, cameraman, everybody, he's on a roll. Right. And I keep saying to Vicky, here, Mama, here, Mama, to give her the next password to go, here, Mama, here, Mama. Finally, Vicky said, you sure that little asshole's through? <laughs> I remember that. I remember and that. the audience, the crew, the every, and, uh, I mean, even Tim. Yeah, he fell off the sofa. He fell off the sofa. Well, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, and he rolled on the floor. I mean, and Vicky, coming out of Vicky. Oh, my God. Um, you have a bunch of stories like that, speaking of network notes, right? What was the dancing cheek to cheek one? Oh, that. Things they thought were less dirty, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, I, this is the only time program practices, the censors came right. to us. I was a nudist, and I'm behind a fence that said, keep out, and my shoulders are bare, and bare legs with high top sneakers yeah. on and harvey's interviewing me voiceover that's just a bunch of nudist jokes yeah and he says so what do you nudists do for recreation and i said well we have dances every yeah. saturday night he said how do you nudist dance and my line was very carefully and so the network said that's that's too blue that's right too blue a little, little dirty yeah you have to change it so we actually this was the first one we wanted we didn't think they'd do it so we said so what do you nudists do? We have dances every Saturday night. Uh, how do you dance? Cheek to cheek. And they bought that. Dirtier. They bought that. <laughs> they thought this. Yeah, yeah, this. Over their head. They weren't thinking. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. And that was the one we wanted in the first yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. It's a funnier line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this is why I, I... See, I did become you eventually. Just, uh, you know, if you were um, dirty and classless and worked in your basement. I'm exactly <laughs> like Carol Burnett. Um, 
I love this applause. That's what my mom always, my 95-year-old Trump voting Republican mom, my whole life has been like, oh, Steffi, do you have to work so blue? <laughs> I'm like, well, Donald Trump wasn't such a fucking dick. I wouldn't have to, mom. No, I don't say that to my you mother. I do not say that to my mother, Carol. Stephanie Louise um, Miller. What? I, I'm, I've heard that word. You have? She's heard yeah, it before. Just now. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I remember, I mean, I, you're such a, I mean, it's so amazing to be so famous for, obviously, that show and comedy, but I remember Friendly Fire, and you were so amazing in Thank that. You. And, you know, I, I, I mean, your range, I just, I still, I still hope you get to do more dramatic work. I hope you get to do more everything, because it's just. I would love to do yeah. something on Netflix or HBO or something like that, with, yeah. you know, a serious thing. Yeah. I'm into all the cable stuff. I love yeah. Breaking Bad and House of Cards yeah. up into Better Call Saul. Wow. Woo, that's good. That's and good. Orange is the New Black. You Orange is the New Black. All of that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You're a little saucy, aren't you, Cobernet? <laughs> a little edgy, a little edgy in your and, private. And I'd like to say my new best friend is Vince Gilligan, who wrote Breaking Bad. There you oh, go. Yeah, wow. I'd love him. Yeah, we, let's have you come play a meth dealer, a potty mouth meth dealer. That, sure, why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I was going to say, I know, this is a, it's a tough subject to segue into, but I just was thinking about having a mom who'd lost a child on Friendly Fire. And then obviously, you know, we've waited till the end to talk about Carrie because I know that it was um, such a, uh, I remember at the time you were doing, uh, um, what is it, what was the adaption of the, uh, it was a, uh, Arms. What's the uh, Broadway? Hollywood Arms. Uh, yes, Hollywood Arms, yeah. which I went to see, which was wonderful. Oh, and I believe I left you a love letter backstage. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was obviously based on the book you and Carrie had written together. Yes. So you you were sort of soulmates and more than, I mean, creatively, you wrote together. Mm -hmm. um, we performed together. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. and that I, I'm sure had to be the tough, one of the toughest things that you've ever well, yeah. been through, obviously. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, yeah, that's, it's not supposed to be that way. Yeah, but uh, I when uh, when she, the last time she was admitted into the hospital, she did have a great sense of humor. Did. Yeah. Uh, well, so do you, my sweet. <laughs> uh, I was there. I I came in. You know, they, she'd been admitted, and it was late, and she was kind of sleeping, and I was just sitting by her bed. Yeah. She opened her eyes, and I made this feeble joke. I said, "Oh yeah, you felt you had to come back to the hospital, hon, without missing a beat." She said, "I missed the food." <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise! One of your daughters would be funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, but what a beautiful. So no, wait, is there? Can we talk about Carrie and me? Is there? I've heard rumors sure. yeah. in Hollywood that it might be made into a in a into yeah, a movie. They, they, you guys are talking yeah. with Alice and Janney. Is that is that yeah. for public <gasps> consumption? Possibly. Fantastic. Yeah, she's fantastic. That's great casting. Yeah. Um, yeah, she'll yeah. play Carrie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah anyway but that that would be so exciting i would like to i would love to see that um I, I, yeah this is I, I how why are you so prolific as a writer that's i just wanted, wanted to do it first yeah yeah I, I i wrote when i was in school you know and uh, at first i thought i wanted to be a journalist i'm glad i'm not now right but uh <laughs> I, was I believe Carol Burnett is implying that she would not want to hire, cover the Trump administration as a journalist. <laughs> Go ahead, Carol. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was editor of my junior high paper in Hollywood High School News, and I went to UCLA to major in journalism. Yeah. But they didn't have a major. It was just a course. So I joined the Daily Brew, and I took the course. 
Right. And then I was leaving through the catalog, and it said theater arts, English. Right. Playwriting courses. And I thought, oh, that's right. what I'll do. So I majored in theater arts, English. But in that, uh, if you're a freshman in theater arts, English, any, any of it, theater arts, drama, theater arts, uh, film, you have to take an acting course. Yeah. You have to take a costume uh, course. You have to take scenery. You have to take lighting, mm-hmm. all of that. So I had to take this acting course. I was terrified. And I had to get up and do a scene, and I picked something kind of light and easy to do. And the class laughed in the right places. Yeah. And I thought, wow, this is a good feeling. I'd never done anything yeah. before. And if, if they'd had a, a, school, uh, a major in journalism, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you yeah. like this now. Yeah. So that was my ticket. Yeah, it is. I remember. We all remember our first laugh. Anybody yeah. in the comedy, it is a high. Like yeah. you just can't. Totally, yeah, you totally. can't explain. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the, in such good company is the one I'm uh, midway through, which I love, and it's just it is amazing. I just think people are so nostalgic, not just for you know for you and for that time, but it, but it, it just like I say the the we all remember the stuff you're talking about, right? Yeah. Like, oh my god, that sketch, and uh, yeah. I mean. How many times have you endured someone going, remember when you came down the stairs and you had the curtains and you have to, because you're so nice, you're like, oh my gosh, have you, no, I had not, no one's asked me. That's Broadway training. (laughs) That's Broadway training because you do eight shows a week. It's the same thing, same, but the audience is different. Right. That's what you have to keep in mind that it's the first time they've seen this or the first time they have said that to me, you know, so you have to. Right. Well, that's what you always said. You wanted it to have the immediacy of live yeah. theater. There's yeah. no stopping and starting, no, right. you know. Right. Um, yeah, and I think that's why it always it felt exciting. It mm-hmm. felt live, and it felt, you know. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> A yes. little dangerous, yeah. 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 Um, wow, and that uh, the reunion show was so great. It was so, I mean, just to see everybody again. Yeah. And, you know, but it's a little sad, but people that you've lost yeah. and talking about Harvey and yeah. all that. Yeah. Um, and uh, God Daddy now, I know. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. oh, I know. Yeah, we had to uh, redo that voiceover. Right. Because we taped a, 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 a month and salute a half. to him. Yeah, just uh, about a month before he died. Yeah, yeah, you know, just saying, I know you're watching from Hawaii, mahalo and all of that. Right. So that we had to retape. Yeah. Right. After. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carol, I don't. Uh, what have I missed, Joni? I don't. Everything. I don't. Okay. <laughs> you're so bad at this. I don't know what. I'm so sorry, Mom. <laughs> no, I've literally. Oh, we didn't tell you the story that. Uh, so uh, because of Jody's kindness, right, I got to meet you the first time and then you called my show, but I've never gotten to sit down and interview you, yeah. my lifetime idol and hero, and I'm going to start crying again. But so literally, this is my life because my life is very Curb Your Enthusiasm. We got a, uh, I got a memo from the neighborhood, but they're like, the tree trimming is finally happening. There will be, <laughs> it was supposed to be the day we were taping with you. There will be, you know, chainsaws and uh, wood chippers <laughs> and whatever. And I literally, like I wrote, I'm like, I've waited my whole life to interview Carol Burnett. Please don't, because we were they, we, you were we were doing it. What the sound effects would have been like, right? So, I would think I'm gonna. So Carol, I understand. Uh huh. And that would and then I couldn't submit it to the Smithsonian. Yeah, how you doing? I'm fine. Yeah, I can hear you. That's can the you only, hear me? That's the only power I have left in life. Is that I was like, please, for the love of God, I will fucking kill you if you do the tree trimming the day I finally got to interview Carol Burnett. Plus, they're like, don't park on the street. Oh, sure, I'll just tell Carol, park in the fucking park and hoof it in and don't be late. Thanks for coming. 
Oh, God. Um, thank you for Jody. Thank you for uh, a lifetime of laughter and inspiration. Oh, and Stephanie, thank you. I, you just, uh, there's a reason you make everyone cry, Carol. Oh, and Travis and Sean. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Carol Burnett, everybody. Uh, just, just put the, just, <laughs> yeah, suck on that. Suck on that, everybody. <laughs> happy, happy hour. Carol fucking Burnett. <laughs>